At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Sadly, it is yet another silver linings edition of the HHC as the Hornets have dropped their fifth straight game. They're now 3-8 and eight overall on the campaign after a 108-100 to 100 loss to the Washington Wizards. We'll break down the game, give you our silver linings selection. Also talk about a, a little bit about the reason why all 30 teams were in action yesterday and why none of them are today, Election Day. Get into that in a little bit and talk about some of the great Hornets content of Available for you right now on Hornets.com and across all the plethora of social media platforms that the Hornets are involved in. Helping me on all these topics, he's the Vice President of Digital Media, making his inaugural HHC appearance for the 2022-2023 season. Our good buddy Matt Rachinsky back with us again. Matt, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on, Sam. It's been a while since I've been able to do one of these with you today, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. Full disclosure, we've had him booked several times, but he's a vice president, <laughs> so sometimes what's scheduled and what reality ends up happening are two different things. But we're glad to have you tonight, Matt. Wish it was with a Hornets victory, but just not the case last night. Hornets falling by a final of 108-100. to 100. It was a game the Hornets led at halftime, but really the, the overall storyline is they just didn't shoot the ball very well. They ended up taking taking 21 more shots than the Washington Wizards did overall in the game, but made the exact same amount. They took 13 more threes than the Washington Wizards did, but made the exact same amount, five. So at the end of the day, Charlotte, with that kind of shooting percentage, even though they did a good job on the offensive glass, even though, relatively speaking, they did a good job in the turnover battle, just not enough shot making to get the W. Well, yeah, I think the thing about it today was that you know, it was one of those weird games as you were watching it. It just kind of felt odd the way things were going. 
We were never really out of it, never really took control of it, but went in and we did exactly what I think Cliff wanted us to do this game. You know, pregame, he was talking about how it was important that this team find some offensive efficiency at the rim again. He said that we were playing a good inside-out game throughout the season, but our offensive efficiency at the rim just wasn't what he wanted it to be, and he wanted us to be more efficient at the rim. Well, check that box, because there's no doubt that this team was more efficient at the rim today. When you look at it and we shot, you know, 60% from our, our twos right around the rim, so the only problem was when you're opening things, when you're pounding things on the inside, it opens things up on the outside, which is what you want to do. And when you kick those out for those threes, you're really expecting you're going to make more than what we made when you make five. If you only make five threes in 32 attempts, the game plan was set in motion. We just couldn't execute what, what we needed to do there with the threes. I would agree with you. And I, I don't look at those 32 threes and think the Hornets were forcing anything at any no. point in the game. You know, these were a lot of rhythm shots. Quite frankly, they passed up a lot of shots that they would normally take. But Terry Rozier, one for nine. Kelly Oubre, one for seven. P.J. Washington was the leader in the clubhouse. He was two for six from beyond the arc. Those nights are just going to happen. P.J. talked about it after the game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's happened some nights. I mean, some nights you make them all, some nights you miss them all. Some nights, some of them go in, some of them don't. So that's just the game of basketball. And P.J. adding to that last night after his time with the media on Twitter, tweeting, stick with it, the tables are going to turn. I believe him. I think Charlotte has been dealt a really bad hand right now with all the injuries and absences, more so than any other team in the NBA. And it's showing when you have a three-headed potential monster in Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, and LaMelo Ball, and you've had a grand total of two of your first 11 games where even two of those guys were available at the same time, and zero where all three were available, that kind of tells you what the Hornets are up against. And I get that the Washington Wizards didn't have Bradley Beal. They still had Kristaps Porzingis. They still have Kyle Kuzma, and they got some good efforts from some other guys. Season-high 16 off the bench from Rui Hachimura. Career-high 17 from Jordan Goodwin. But when those kind of performances are in support, of your two stars putting up star-like stat lines, that's a lot different than when you have guys putting up those kinds of numbers and they're filling in for the stars who unfortunately are sidelined with injuries. So Hornets fall again, 108-100 to the final score. Kind of told you the tale of the tape shooting, the major culprit, also some defensive lapses at times, but honestly when you shoot 5 for 32 from 3, 15%, 41% from the field and the opposition shoots 50% from the field, that's going to be the case more often than not. But we still have to pick our silver linings selections. Matt Rachinsky, you get to go first. All right. For my silver lining selection, I know that our bench was outscored today tremendously. I know that, you know, Washington came out and kind of lit things up. But off the bench, I really like the way that Jalen McDaniels has been playing. Hands to Hachimura. He'll bully his way inside. Up. Shot blocked by Richards off the backboard. Recovery by Booknight. Booknight's got McDaniels ahead of him. He'll find him. McDaniels attacks. Up off the glass. Good. Cut it and a foul. If you look at his stat line, he was the only player on our team to be positive that played over 10 minutes last night. So I know that's a big stat line for you guys, and you like to look at those, and I think that's something that Jalen really showed in his efforts out there. He had to put together a stat line of nine points, seven rebounds with two of them offensively. Good to see him getting engaged on the offensive glass, as well as swiping three steals in the first half, which tied him for his career high in any half. Uh, and adding two blocks and an assist. I mean, the guy's just doing a little bit of everything. And in the second quarter there, when things started to get a little bit out of control, you could see that uh, Jalen really came in with Dennis Smith Jr., and those two guys really seemed to have their hands on everything. We're really kind of mixing things up. 
and making life difficult for the Washington Wizards, which enabled us to come back. So I really like the way that Jalen's been playing. He didn't shoot the ball too badly today. Uh, you know, he shot four of nine from the field, one of four from three, but we, as we talked about, everyone struggled. But props to him, too, because he hit that 103-pointer of his career tonight. I like the selection, Matt. Jalen is someone who got off to a really hot start from beyond the arc to start the season, has significantly cooled. Now in his last four games, he's won for his last 16 from beyond the arc, but he's still finding ways to contribute. And, and sometimes the plus-minus stat is a little mysterious. Sometimes it can really tell the tale. I'm not sure which one last night was, but it, it's not lost on me or you for that matter. You mentioned it already. He was a plus-five, the only player in the positive who played more than 10 minutes in last night's game. So good pick there with Jalen McDaniels. I'm going to go with Kelly Oubre Jr. Oubre and McDaniels. Oubre cuts to the basket, up and under with the left hand for the power jam. A Dr. Pepper dunk if I ever saw one for KO Kelly Oubre. Charlotte's back up by two. Ball stripped in the lane. Dennis Smith Jr. comes away with it. Motoring up the floor. Gives it up early to Oubre. He's going to go up again for the lefty lay-in. Good for two. Kelly Oubre in that sequence, back-to-back buckets. And he's someone who individually has really been playing strong, contributing on the scoring side night after night after night. Last night, he had 20 points. If you look at the previous week, he played in all four games for the Hornets. And this is from NBA.com. That week, of all the players in the NBA who played, period, He had the worst plus-minus of anyone at minus 74. I think that stat is worth mentioning, not because Kelly Oubre is not playing well, but because of how much is being put on his shoulders. He is the veteran out there on the floor a lot of the time in some of these rotations with some of the young guys. When Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, and LaMelo Ball were all out, a lot more gets put on Kelly's shoulders. And what does he do? He just keeps on doing his part to keep the team in the game by putting the ball through the basket. Someone got to score the points and he's consistently 17 18 20 point performances so you know yes the plus minus doesn't look very good for him in the last four to five games but I think that is more indicative of what the Hornets are dealing with right now with all of these injuries and not necessarily the play of any one individual player yeah, and offensively, he's keeping us afloat right now. I mean, you, like you said, he continues to step up game after game. But I did like to hear what Kelly also had to say post-game last night when he was talking in the media, and he brought up, I only had one rebound, and I didn't have any assists. I need to make sure that I do better as a player. He said, I'm sorry. I think it was Sam Curley who had actually asked him a question. He kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent. He even apologized to Sam, saying, I'm sorry, I didn't answer your question. But you'd like to see that from players. No one wants to see a team struggle, but if a team is struggling, you know that players have to start putting the onus on themselves in terms of what can I do better to help us all do better. And that's the right mindset that Kelly can bring to it. He knows he's got to help carry the load offensively and is doing a tremendous job of that, but he's still not satisfied because he knows there's other things that he has to improve on his game if this team wants to start winning basketball games again. 100%. Absolutely agree with you, and we'll hear more from Kelly in a moment here. But going back to it, I mean, how much is being put on his shoulders and how well is he playing relative to what are the stats saying? Again, I'll go back to that plus-minus where he was last in the NBA in the plus-minus. He was also second in the NBA that week in total made threes. Shooting a pretty good percentage, 42.9% from beyond the arc in those four games, second only to Paul George. So it's a case where last night 
I think you were right to bring up Jalen McDaniels, the plus-minus, showing how well he played, relatively speaking, in his minutes. But sometimes the plus-minus just, it is what it is, and it doesn't speak to how well someone's playing. I think last week, a perfect example that Kelly Oubre played really, really strong basketball for long stretches there, and the plus-minus just shows how beat up the Hornets are, uh, not how good or bad any one individual player was playing because Kelly, statistically speaking, had a pretty darn strong week. All right, that's it for our Silver Linings. We got Jalen McDaniels, we got Kelly Oubre, and we got a lot more to talk about. All 30 teams were in action yesterday in the NBA. None of them are in action today, Election Day. We'll get into that next here on the Hornet Timecast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. It just makes sense. To be honest with you, man, I, I only looked at the box sheet and I saw that I had one rebound and, like, and zero assists also. So, like, the trajectory of, you know, I'm just, you know, analyzing myself. Obviously, our team, we're going to continue to stick with it. You know, we're going to continue to just watch the film and break everything down and, you know, get better of the things that we're not great at right now. But um, I got to be better straight up. I got to bring more energy, you know, to the all-around game and, you know, crash the boards and not allow myself to get blocked out and actually go get the ball. The same thing I tell Nick Richards, you know, every day, go dominate the paint. Obviously, I'm not seven foot, 300, 240 pounds of muscle, but I have energy, you know, that I can, you know, execute going to get rebounds and, you know, make the right plays to my teammates. So, sorry, I didn't really answer your question, but, like, that's where my mind is at. I got to be better. Kelly Oubre, after last night's loss to the Washington Wizards, went away to 100, the final score, sending the Hornets to 3-8. and eight. And even though Kelly ended up with 20 points in the game, taking accountability for the fact that his team just couldn't quite get across the finish line for a badly needed win. Sam Farber and Matt Rachinsky, the Charlotte Hornets Vice President of Digital Media, here with you. And this segment, the theme is accountability, just what Kelly Oubre was talking about. And yesterday, 15 games across the NBA, a great day of NBA action, all 30 teams in action. Today, no one is. And the reason being, the NBA wants to send the message to all the fans out there to have personal accountability and use the day to vote in your respective communities. Yeah, voting has always been a top priority for not only the Hornets, but for the NBA in general. We saw that really kind of come about the last few years and how much they've really expanded the voting platform and just educating our fans, letting them know to get out there that, hey, if you want to make a difference in your community and you want to have a voice, the only way you can have a voice is to vote. So don't miss that opportunity and make sure that everyone gets a chance to do, go out and do that today. Really hope you get, get a chance to. We do a tremendous job here with the Swarm the Polls initiative that Betsy Mack and her folks run from our CSR department. Um, absolutely amazing initiative that we run leading up to today in the election day. And, and hopefully we'll get people out there and we will swarm truly swarm the polls all day today. Absolutely. It's the first time that the NBA as a whole has taken Election Day off. The league encouraging fans to vote or has encouraged fans to vote in the past. 
uh, including 14 teams using their arenas or practice facilities as polling locations or voting centers in 2020, but taking it to a new step this year for the 2022 midterm elections. It's just trying to encourage fans to use the day to vote and have an impact in your local community. No excuse that there's too much NBA action. NBA is off today. Make it a part of your plan today to go out and vote. Coming up next, there's a lot more Hornets content that uh, we have been putting together behind the scenes, trying to keep everyone entertained while they're poking around, maybe while they're in line to vote right now. You might be looking through some videos, and there's some good (laughs) stuff there on Hornets.com and Hornets social media. We'll talk about that with the Hornets Vice President of Digital Media, Matt Rachinsky, when we return here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. Download the Hornets app today. Dennis Smith Jr. cross court for Washington. Feet set. Three on the way. It's good. Timeout Washington is P.J. Washington. Drills another Lowe's three-point shot. Hornets lead by four. P.J. Washington had a game-high 25 last night, but unfortunately not quite enough. It comes in a loss to the Washington Wizards, 108-100. to P.J. has been a busy guy with all the injuries befalling the Hornets. He's been the one most consistently asked to step up and be one of those primary shot creators and, and attack players on the roster, but even when he's not on the floor for the Hornets, he's a primary player for the Hornets social media and social media and video content team, which is why we have Matt Rachinsky here with us on the Hornets Hivecast, Hornets Vice President of Digital Media. And Matt, you're the idea man for a lot of these content pieces. You're the one trying to put all of these things together oftentimes, and there have been quite a few that P.J. Washington has been involved in. Some, he's just being a good sport. Others, he has a real true interest. <laughs> Interest in it. One that was just posted in the last day or so here is a trip to the NHRA drag strip. It's been a long time, but I got to go see an NHRA drag race before, and it is loud and it is exciting, and there's a lot of energy on the strip there. And uh, it felt that way watching PJ Washington and JT Thor react to it. Take us behind the scenes for those fans who haven't seen the video just yet. Yeah, you guys definitely have to check it out. If you haven't had a chance to check it out on Hornets.com or on the Hornets mobile app, you can check it out there. But just great reaction. PJ, our fans have been drawn to him since we drafted him. There's just something about his personality and especially that smile, that infectious PJ Washington smile that just kind of he brings with him everywhere. And for whatever reason, it also tends to get the best out of his teammates. So we started realizing a while ago that if we could do stuff with PJ and some of the younger guys and put those guys together, it it really became some entertaining content. So we sent JT Thor out there with PJ Washington to get that true drag race experience. I think they call it baptism by nitro is what we found out. And it was great to watch as PJ and JT went through the pits, had a chance to talk to some of the drivers. You'll see all of this. And, And as you mentioned, you don't just go and watch one of these things. You go there and you feel it. It kind of resonates throughout your body. I've been out to Concord before and, and been out there to the NHRA drag strip, and it's something that you'll never forget if you've had an opportunity to do it. Uh, the first time they fired up those cars, I'll just say that J. 
JT didn't want to get a whole heck of a lot closer, and TJ might have encouraged him a little bit to get a little closer and really take in the full experience. So make sure you guys go check that out on Hornets.com. Load it up with some great content right now. We're trying to go further than we've ever gone before off the court. Now that we're mostly through this pandemic, I want to knock on wood and say hopefully this never comes back and, and, and we're opening things up again to be able to do things with our guys and showcase them off the court at their homes, at the places where they like to do things, and out in the community. There's so much great stuff already up there, and, and as I mentioned, much of it comes from the mind, twisted or not, of Matt Rajinsky, <laughs> Vice President of Digital Media. I know you had a lot of fun with the Halloween content, planting Freddy Krueger around a corner and uh, scaring all-star guard LaMelo Ball and several other of the players. What are some other things that you have in the hopper on the horizon that fans can look forward to throughout the season on Hornets.com, seeing either featured in real access or just individual pieces on Hornets.com or social media sites? Yeah, real access is obviously one of our best behind-the-scenes pieces. It's our our season-long series that runs probably every seven to ten days. Definitely make sure you guys hop on there as well and check that out on Hornets.com. But there's some other things we have in the mix right now. We've got some players who might be doing some home improvements that they might be willing to showcase for us. There's some other folks uh, you know, on our team that are uh, investing in some other opportunities that we think would be interesting for our fans to see. We're not going to exactly say what those are yet. We're waiting to see how these kind of features come out. So there's some good things coming down the pipe to just kind of give you more information about some of your favorite players and, and some of the stuff that some of these guys like or things that they're investing in, I think are really going to surprise our fans and, and showcase another side of them and, and really draw our fans in closer to our players. They are very entertaining, engaging, insightful personalities in addition to being great basketball players. So a lot of great stuff to look forward to. Check out the Hornets duo of JT Thor and PJ Washington at the NHRA drag strip and all the other great content coming up. Now, all that said, all this stuff that is done in addition to the basketball is fantastic. It's fun. It's entertaining. But the main thing is still the main thing. And so as we wrap up this edition here of the Hornets Hivecast, I uh, want to go back to the main thing of this season, quite frankly, for the Hornets. They're 3-8 and eight through 11 games, and PJ Washington, the guy we've been talking about, actually talked about it after last night's loss, a 108-100 to defeat to the Washington Wizards. Game effort, a couple of guys come up with really strong performances. Terry Rozier, off-shooting night, but he did everything he possibly could to keep the team in it. But there's no getting around it. The Hornets just have not been whole at all this season. I mean, we haven't played one game with everybody healthy, so I mean, for everybody out there that's you know, thinking we just losing or whatever, I mean, we haven't had our main guys at the end of the day, so once they get back, everything will change. I love the attitude we talked about. P.J. Washington tweeting after the game, stick with it, the tables are going to turn. And, I mean, he's right to reference it. The Most teams have two or three guys that are their primary playmakers, the ones they want taking the majority of the shots, the one they want the ball running through. For this year's Hornets team, it's LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, and Gordon Hayward. There's been one game where none of them were available. There have been eight games now where one of them has been available. You put those two totals together, that's a 2-7 and seven record, leaving just two games where two of the three were available. That's the first two of the season. Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier were available for those. Charlotte split them. All three being available? None. None so far. And I don't know how many there's going to happen this year. I hope for something like, well, 71 would be nice. I guess that's the maximum. But... <laughs> 
I mean, anything north of 50, I like the Hornets' chances here. And injuries are going to hit different teams at different times. But to have this many injured players and star players has clearly had an impact on the Hornets. So let's make the main thing the main thing here, Matt Rachinski. Your thoughts on how the Hornets have handled this portion of the season? I'm absolutely amazed at the way that we've handled this portion of the season. I think Steve Clifford came in, had to get you know used to a new team take it with the coaching change and then has had to deal with these injuries right from the jump. Like you said, we've not seen our complete team play yet. As PJ said, we have not seen our complete team play yet. We don't know what this Hornets team can be yet. All we know is that it's building its depth as we speak. Game after game, all of these guys who are playing larger parts, when we're seeing Dennis Smith of all, we're seeing PJ Washington break out, we're seeing these things happen this is only going to benefit us down the line in the season. I know things are going to get better. I know you know things are going to get better. I hope our fans realize things will get better, and this will be looking at a point in time and saying this has really been a benefit to us having these guys get this extra action in at this point in time. Agreed. And, you know, I look back to the first year Gordon Hayward was with the team, 2020-2021. That's LaMelo Ball's rookie year. And, yeah, he was rookie of the year, and Terry Rozier was there. But, really, when it came down to wins and losses, no one had a bigger impact on things than Gordon Hayward. The team, when he was out, went 9-19. and They were 10 games below five hundred. That's how impactful it was not having him. Now, this season, I think the overall impact has spread out quite a bit more. I think Charlotte is in a much better position to sustain some absences but if you take two of the three best players off any team in the NBA I challenge you to do much better than the Hornets have maybe if you're loaded up for a championship run and you just got a a run of 10 to 12 year NBA veterans who are all former all-stars that are trying to pick up a ring in the process and they're waiting to get their moment and have their week you know maybe you can withstand it a little bit more but most teams are going to hit the kind of road that the Hornets have hit here where they've lost five straight and are struggling to come up with answers and I think the main thing is the main thing Charlotte now is two and seven when they have been missing at least two of the three, LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, and Gordon Hayward. Hopefully some good news is on the horizon. Well, that's going to do it for this Election Day edition of the HHC. And again, the main thing being the main thing, get out there and vote. Hornets have done their part swarming the polls in the weeks leading up to today. We have seen the league take today off for the first time ever encouraging fans to use the day to vote in your respective communities. And now we've given you uh, 30 minutes of content, hopefully, to uh, keep you company in line if you're there or at least get you on your way to the polls. So go on out there, do your civic duty, and vote today on Election Day. Matt Rachinsky, thanks for being a part of this Election Day edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Anytime. It's been a pleasure, Sam, and make sure you guys get out there and vote. As Sam said, vote, vote, vote. Tomorrow, we'll be back to game day editions. Hornets will be hosting the Portland Trailblazers, and we will have our game preview edition of the HHC. Tomorrow, myself and Rob Longo will have that one for you. Till next time, for Matt Rachinsky, Vice President of Digital Media, and our producer, Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.